Oh, oh my God! <laughs> no, Tim, no. And then eventually like, we uncoupled. Oh, yeah. oh. Well, <laughs> wait, one of us stirred. One of us. Oh, I don't know, know if I should stirs. be offended or you know, like uh, well, you know. she said, oh, it was like listening to her parents just yeah, her dad describe how he banged her mom. You know? <laughs> I didn't say any of that. This was all post-coitus. This was this was oh. after post-coitus. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Bad Council, where Greg, Tim, Katie, and Bert freely give advice to their listeners' questions. Now, let's be clear. These four are in no way qualified to be giving any advice. So, take it or leave it. Consider that your disclaimer. Now, on with the show. Oh, shammy. That's what I meant. But he realizes that the whole house, Bert's, Bert's, like, Bert's whole house shuts down on recording night because Mm. I heard him walk outside. Michelle, and he's you know, yelling, <laughs> talking about the air conditioner. It's getting in the way of the podcast. Like, that's awesome. talk about it. That's a not true. Well, that's a little bit. That's a little bit over. I didn't do yeah. what, what he's really afraid to admit, guys, is that his hobby, and I've known this about him for years and years, is to create those uh, like little <laughs> mechanical puzzles where like a like a, a steel ball drops out of a Rube something Goldberg. or other. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so sometimes he forgets. He has them all over the fucking house and sometimes he forgets to shut them down. They operate in perpetuity. Uh, yeah. I mean, and, and by the way, Bert, I mean, why let facts get in the way of a good story? I mean, of course, well, you're very, true, right? you're yeah. very sweet and kind. Very true. Last week I shot the air conditioner and we fucking woke up at like three in the morning because the house was 80 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> so like I'm I'm, let, this, I'm letting this this menopausal woman who's like sweats all night anyway, and she's like Jesus Christ, what's going on? Like, you, okay, you know what you that. need? You need a bed jet. <laughs> yes, <laughs> dude. Michelle just got we got we she we she I get, we got a new car right? Uh, yeah. uh, Mazda, and it's got those cooling seats. I never realized. Oh, like so I, nice. you, t- you talk those about your cool nice, ass, yeah. Greg, and yes. I'd be like, oh, you know, that's uh, it's wonderful. That's cute, but it is. I, I'm 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 a I'm a I'm a fan. Yeah, For sure. imagine that in your yeah. whole bed. Yeah, yeah I'm like, with your junk exposed directly to the cool. Oh, oh no! Nice. That is living. Nice. I'm not sure about your sperm counts going up. Just keep your junk warm. That yeah. way you're in. Yeah. <laughs> that way you wait. You're infertile when your junk is. Yeah, warm. if you like, yeah, if yeah. you wear, yeah, if you like wear hot tubs to cook some. <laughs> That's what you ever your balls like are designed to like get your away from your body to because that optimal sperm production is like two or three degrees lower than body temperature, right? So when you're all hot, your balls get all like stretched out. It's your balls trying to get away from your body to cool <laughs> off, right? That's why your balls are sweaty all the time because they're trying to cool down. So, boys in the audience, if you're ever cheating on your wife, uh, you know, with somebody of childbearing age and you're worried because you don't have protection, just get her in a fucking hot tub first. Yeah, or tidy whities. We're tidy yeah, whities. Tidy whities. Yeah. Really like well, you, can't, you can't anticipate. That's a dedication to tidy whities on the off chance you might cheat on your wife. I'm saying if you find yourself in that situation, throw in a hot bath or get in a hot bath. Yeah, yeah, I need to take a hot bath first. 
Well, I just, I mean, the, the, the amount of dedication that Bert's showing by uh, mm-hmm. making the whole house suffer, just so we don't hear a damn fan. <laughs> You're uh, the best. Which I was able to get, the part that we got out, I was able to get that out, but I'm just, you know. He's been it, comfortable with making people around him suffer for a long time. Brian, <laughs> 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 Bert, Bert, don't say that in front of my mother, for God's sakes. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't believe some of this stuff. He's, he's making me suffer looking at sexual uh, pictures of him like the uh you know wow. was that picture taken no. this year bert were you at the pool this year it was like yesterday that was yesterday that was like <laughs> michelle sent that to me and i was like oh this will be on instagram in 15 minutes <laughs> i had to think of the best way to present it though i was gonna say she sent you the zooms of you know, no, the. No, I made the, those myself. Yeah, that was yeah, yeah. great. Okay, okay. <laughs> that was awesome. Mike, did you see it? Oh yeah, you liked. Yes, it? I yeah, did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. That was post production uh... editing. So yeah, speaking of Mike and uh, Instagram uh, listeners, uh, Mike has created his uh, Bad Council Instagram. Yes, so it's okay. Mike uh, underscore Bad dot Council, just like the rest of our names. Ooh. Yes, oh. and thank you, Katie, for Go the picture. That came out great. Oh, my pleasure. Yeah, that you look fun. good. <laughs> He's our very own G. Gordon Liddy. He just yes. is so adorable. <laughs> I like Walter White better, though, if that's all right. Yeah. Yeah, but it, but G. Gordon Liddy is what you look like. It's not Walter White. I'm, I'm sorry. Know. I'm sorry, Mike. But hey, Gordon was a good looking guy. He, he that's that, right. Yeah, that's especially right. Especially if you did the, like, the, uh, what was that? The Hawaii Five, not Hawaii Five O. Um, Tom Selleck mustache. Tom yeah. Selleck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could do that, Tim. He I wanted could. a Hitler mustache, but it had <laughs> gone out of vogue by the time you know, he couldn't get away with it, although he loved the Nazi. And then, Greg, I, I, for, I, I've known you for, what is it, 15 years now? Is it 15 years? Uh, 15 years. 15 years. Maybe more, uh, almost. Like 16 years, yeah. 16 going years. Going on 17, yeah. Wow. Thought I knew a lot about you. We, we've talked about all kinds of stuff, but did not realize that we are both super nerds when it comes to some political history. Um, and that was uh, interesting for me. Yeah. Speaking of G. Gordon Liddy, so yeah, I, yeah. I love Watergate stuff. Uh, you know, ever since I, I think I saw the movie first, and then I always love investigative reporter uh, movies yeah. and shows. And uh, I saw the movie, and I was like, oh, I should read that book. And it was great. And uh, ever since, I've just been really uh, fascinated about it. There's a bunch of stuff coming out that uh, uh I know. all about it. I was cre- it was wild. Very cool. It just seems so hard to believe that it actually happened. Yeah. I think that's part of the appeal. It seems mm-hmm. so unlikely. But you well, haven't seen I don't know yeah. if you're being sarcastic or not. No, like, I'm not. Like, it's such a crazy story. <laughs> oh. When you watch it, it seems yeah. like fictional. <laughs> you know, yeah, E. Howard Hunt and Liddy like, getting money to plan all these crazy schemes. It's, like, and it's bonkers. They bring in a bunch of shady, unreliable people to help <laughs> yeah. them with it. The Cubans. Yeah. The Cubans. Yeah, and, yes. the, and then just it's by crazy. the virtue of some tape left on the door, a security guard <laughs> right. blows it Busted. all up. <laughs> yeah. Operation Gemstone. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it is yeah. crazy. So, it is that is is wild it's wild so that was a very interesting uh for me we'll always have that now moving forward oh, i know I isn't that, that nice to know that. yet another <laughs> thing that we'll share i love it mm. <laughs> it's just an innocent little picture uh, i feel like I'll, tim's from... grooming me for whale dicks eventually yeah. you know? <laughs> i'm keeping my eyes on you too. You, think, you think that research is interesting check this out <laughs> <laughs> i have to say it, greg we, we we both like the smiths um, uh-huh. You know, we're both really into baseball, dirt yeah, to yeah, a dirt yeah. level. 
<laughs> you like podcasting, obviously. We both mm-hmm. like White House stuff. <laughs> I'm going to send you a book about whale dicks. Just just oh. give it 50 pages. <laughs> and if that's your plan, Tim, it's too soon. we got to find some other things. <laughs> <we have to laughs> soon. That's not my plan. That's not okay. my plan. It is That's exactly what you would say if it were your plan. <laughs> Although I've got mm-hmm. Erica sending me uh, videos of a penis museum. Like, it's gotten nice. out of hand oh. now at this point, right? So, like, there are things that you say on this show. Gotten out of his hand. Basically, you, you gaslight me. You, you oh, basically, come on, Tim. I don't so know what like, that means. I'm too, I'm too nice a person to even worry about what something Oh, happens. you totally do. Yeah, all right. So I I've never had this. a box of wine. But for some reason, <laughs> our fans think that I am all into boxes of wine. And it's just been you relentlessly saying Tim and Tammy like boxed wine. Are you going to make me go back and listen to old episodes of Atlas Box? Because I'll find it. <laughs> well, Tim, I can say this. If you've ever had wine at my house, you've had boxed wine. Ah. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Nothing wrong I with boxed though. wine. I just drink hard liquor no, Stacey and drinks cheap it. beer at your house, Mike. That is, I don't know that we've ever had wine. But all well, Stacey likes that, the cheap stuff. Like, everything we're talking about, everything, even discovering that maybe there was boxed wine at Mike's house. Bert said something that completely floored me this week. Hmm. You went to a concert. Was it on Tuesday night, Bert? Or yeah. yeah, it was like a weeknight, right? And you'd you'd forsaken rock and roll, like you were just done with rock well, and roll. I mean, the, I'm not done with rock and roll, right? No way, right? But but like, I, there, if I'm going to go out and see a band, like, there's nothing I'd rather see than like a good rock band, like laying it down. You know what I mean? But. I'm getting sick of classic rock. You know what I mean? I, I went That's and saw Nancy Wilson, and it was good, right? And and she actually played the 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 shit she does, did was pretty good. And her the 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 band she had was 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 they did a good nice job, right? But halfway through it, I was like, yeah, I don't know, man. I I, I had a much I had a better time at the last EDM show I was at. Mm. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, Bert. Like I I, I understand where you're coming from. I, you know, you saw Nancy. We saw Anne. And we saw pictures of the crowd you were part of. It's not classic rock that you're tired of. I love classic rock still. It's actually seeing the producers of classic rock, and it's sad watching them, you know, age and you know, yeah. Ann Wilson at seventy trying to, you know, her lungs are yeah. shot and trying to try to sing. That's what's depressing. And then you look yeah. around, and it's a punch in the face <laughs> reminder of your own mortality. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. Yeah. I showed you the picture of all the uh, all the gray haired, oh, yeah. yeah. two gray haired ladies in front of me. Like pulling out their pill bags. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, they're like they're, they're, they're fucking medications, right? Hmm. And uh, the one had the one had some electronic device with, that I only can uh, can surmise was like the the controller for her hearing aid, right? <laughs> because like, she, I kept seeing her pull it out, oh, right? And like like turn and die, like like fucking with it, right? As the show went on, like holding her ear, I was like, oh, maybe she's bootlegging right? the show. <laughs> no, maybe <laughs> for, for you know, she's gonna put them on a reel to reel and sell them. <laughs> yeah, but it was uh, it was good. Real to real. The, um, I was looking at the, the name. I, I saved the name of the, of the woman that that they had singing. It was um, oh Kimberly Nicole. She's from mm. from Seattle, like a right? Porn star it was actually pretty. Yeah. yeah, it is a porn star, but she she could sing, and that was she did she did a nice job with Alone and Crazy mm. on You, but uh, Crazy on You, but. Um, yeah, man, it was. Uh, it was. I mean, look, Nancy Wilson comes. You know, comes to a, a fifteen hundred person hall in your town. You know what I mean? You're going to go see her, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, of course. Right? But uh, yeah, sure. But uh, it was. It was. It was a good. It was a fun. It was a good Tuesday night out. Mm. You know. My brother and I went Lotto. to see Christine McVeigh at like the oh, Civic Arena, cool. or, you know. So. Oh my god. Yeah, and, and so it was like 
so empty. A thousand people there, and it was like a sixteen thousand yeah. seat arena. And it, oh. and it, Gary really liked Christine McVeigh. I love Fleetwood Mac too. And it was and this was like, I mean, I think this was just on a hiatus. So that, I mean, they were still in their prime. They were still making hits, but yet yeah. Christine McVeigh had like the least name recognition of any major rock superstar probably ever. You know. <laughs> Right. Yeah, that doesn't do anybody any good when you book a hall for somebody yeah. that's just not going to draw. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. plenty of other places that they could that they could have uh, that they could have pulled in Pittsburgh, but whatever, you know. Hmm. Oh well, those, those blue hairs in front of you. One of them probably gave a hand job to Frampton in the seventies. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Frampton. <laughs> oh, they literally had blue hair, like that old blue yeah, hair, like that really was good. yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, me and Michelle, like we we were like we looked younger than by ten years anybody was there, right? And we're in our fifties, right? It was like that was in uh, Lancaster. No, that was in I was in Lancaster this weekend. That was in that was in Frederick. Oh, God, how's that? I mean, no offense to Frederick, but why is Nancy Wilson stopping in Frederick on a Tuesday night? I don't know. Yeah, I thought, I guess it's on the way. Know. It's on the way from D.C. to <laughs> Pittsburgh. I mean, she they filled the place. I mean, were, the, the yeah. place was like ninety percent capacity. So I mean, you yeah. know, it was uh, it was a good. Uh, it wasn't bad. I mean, it was it was the vibe for it was a little geriatric, but the vibe wasn't bad, and they sounded pretty good, right? <laughs> little geriatric. <laughs> There's a low level. I'm just being honest. One ambulance. <laughs> no, nobody had to use a defibrillator. Which, I, if I was taking bets going in, I would I, that wouldn't that wouldn't have been the way I went. Always a plus. And, and it was, you know, it was a good show, and like nobody wanted to leave this, their seats or miss any of the action because. When Bert went to the men's room, there was a big stack of depends like overflowing out of the men's room door. <laughs> men's room garbage can. <laughs> That'd be terrible. We wouldn't shine empty depends in there. Or a soiled, yeah. a soiled adult diaper. Uh. Oh, you'd say that at my last job I had, I walked into the bathroom, into the handicap stall, and there was a adult diaper balled up on the floor in the corner. Oh. Uh, I, I mean, oh, just, I just throw turned around and walked. Right. They didn't even make it. Uh, unless maybe they had something happen. I don't know. And somebody walked in. They were too embarrassed. So just oh left the evidence. But, oh, that was well, one of the I'm, grossest Bert things I've ever seen. I are seen such betas. At work. We're afraid not to wipe the toilet seat. You know, even if we didn't piss on it. <laughs> that, that motherfucker left a shitty diaper on the floor. <laughs> that, that guy is living free. I admire yeah. that guy. And then I was I, trying I to figure out who it was. God, <laughs> we were the exact, we were the exact size, right? We were the same size, right? And uh, we used to just fucking wear each other's clothes. Same right? size, uh, oh, clothes, okay. Same size person, gotcha. right? And uh, we were out drinking one night, and I like wake up at like seven in the morning. You know how you know that feeling? Yeah. Just wake up, have you been drinking all night? I walk in the bathroom, and there's my jeans on the floor with a huge pile of shit. Oh, in them. oh. <laughs> oh my so I walked god! Into my roommate, I was like, Dave. You just shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds like, I asked for a that, that sounds like a teen <laughs> comedy. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was bad. Oh. Dude, you shit my pants. Dave, you, <laughs> you shit, my, shit pants. my pants. You shit my pants. <laughs> Did you ever wear those jeans again? He's got them on right I, now. I was a poor college kid. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure I did. I'm just like, flush me and get it back to me, motherfucker. But, uh, oh my God. Although I got. I actually got well. This is a this this. Uh, I got him back. Trust me. Nice. Oh, okay. and well, we he was a, we were both bike racers, right? So I borrowed a hat of his one time, a cycling cap, 
and uh, it was like we did this. I was did this ride like thirty miles outside of town, and I had to take a shit. Oh no, like, so this I is going. My, so I wiped my ass with a cycling hat. Oh my god! Stolen, right, <laughs> and then I hung it on a tree. <laughs> so every time we'd ride past the tree, I'm like, "Hey, Dave, there's your hat." <laughs> oh, wow. Don't shit hmm. Bert's Remember, pants. Just don't do it. Right. Don't shit my. Don't you shit my pants? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get back at you. <laughs> nice. Have oh you ever shit God. your own pants though in an embarrassing way? Is there a non-embarrassing way to shit? Well, I mean, like, you can shit I mean, your when pants. When I was an infant, I wasn't embarrassed. I guess. No, no. I mean, I mean every side, little short story. Yeah, I, yeah, no, I mean, like, like short full on, like shit yeah. your pants. Yeah, I have. but but embarrassing because other people are there to witness it, right? Like, no, it's not oh, like no, you, you, you were no. turtling and then you got into the stall and you you know turtling, you know? <laughs> prairie dogging. <laughs> yeah, you know, you full on like just. Yeah, I had a urgent need at a Target once, and uh, would have made Tyler proud. <laughs> you know, I, I ran into the men's room, into the stall, and but before I could, like, as I was walking in there, I thought, okay, I'll relieve some pressure first by letting a little gas out. Rookie mistake. Yeah, no, that's a bad move. Well, and it was. They were unsalvageable. Uh, <laughs> did you send somebody to buy his new pants? No, no, no. I'm talking about my underpants. Thank God. I, under, uh, okay, right, and yeah, so, yeah. like, yeah, the underpants were destroyed beyond all recognition. I had to, <laughs> and I had to, I had to, like, fold them very quietly and kind of, you know, punch over them like you're trying to light a cigarette on a windy day. And I, I, I slunk out of the stall and, the stall and threw them into the garbage. And, and I grabbed Carly. I was like, we're going home. Come on. <laughs> no, oh, I think I would have left them right there on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> in the stall. Yeah. yeah I, I was nervous. I was like, oh, God, if an employee right, uh, walks in right now, I'm dead. But I made it. Oh, man. Uh, I've, cre- I've cleaned up some abominations in the bathroom at the pizza mm, shop. That's for oh. sure. Oh. <laughs> Nothing was worse than when I was a Barnes & Noble store manager. Like, people, I mean... Smart people are attracted to bookstores. Book lovers. But, yeah, but so are a lot of crazy people who are smart. <laughs> it's in like, and you got that coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You got those co- the coffee and the pastries. It's a recipe for disaster. At, at least two different occasions. Uh, Brand muffins. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> two different occasions. One of my staff members would come up to me and say, uh, Greg, I don't want to tell you this, but uh, somebody shit in the newsstand. And I'd be like, what? That's the magazine area. And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, go look. And I was like, I don't need to go look. I said, you're the newsstand. I said, you're the lead bookseller for the newsstand. I think you need to deal with it. (laughs) And then somebody just like pooped in one of the aisles. Like, I think it was sci-fi. They pooped in the sci-fi aisle. And it's like, man, first of all, how do you have the time to do that? You know? If I had to bet an aisle that was going to get pooped in, it would be the yeah, sci-fi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Let me see that. Yeah. Sure. Or the uh, I would know. have said the children's section, but okay, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Um, well, that's we, we never knew. <laughs> we didn't have cameras, sci-fi. and we. I always wondered, like, did they drop pant- trowel and, and poop, like, kind of squatting, or was it more like in The Great Escape? You know, or style like seventeen, where they it was in their pant leg, and they just shook their leg to work it down, and kind of casually just tapped their toe, and then looked away. <laughs> grabbed, the, grabbed the Anthony Anthony Pierce novel, uh, Pierce Anthony novel off the shelf, and sauntered up to the cash wrap. Uh, I like to oh. picture it the second way. Yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> well, you'd have to have, yeah. You'd have to have confidence that that your dookie was solid, right? Because mm. if it was at right. all slippery, uh, yeah. that's a, a long line down. Like he, confidence yeah. in that situation is relative, I think. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know, if you know you eat a lot of cheese, yeah. you know, it's going to be yeah. like, you know. I haven't had a salad in two years. I'm good. I'm think, yeah, if you're shitting in this bookstore, you probably don't care either way. Exactly. Well, and then, I mean, the bathrooms and the, and the I like... You know, I, I've never visited anybody in prison, but I've been to the municipal building in Newark, and that was a scary bathroom. But these it doesn't pales in comparison to any Barnes and Noble bathroom for the same reasons. It's terrible. I mean, we had I had a, a school once where we had a, a student who would was wipe wipe his shit on the stalls. Oh, like oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, and um, you know, eventually we figured out who it was. It took a while though, and it was pretty gross did you I, dna analysis yeah, how did you figure it out tim, tim <laughs> lined him up and said put your hands out at sniff right. distance sniff sniff bomb sniffing all right that's dial soap you're all right no. that's irish spring <laughs> oh that's a cheesesteak come here mister oh, gross. <laughs> Mm. Yes. Uh, wow. Oh, how did we get to shit jokes? Uh, we always kind of agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's what you do. Isn't everything when you boil it down a shit joke? Come on. Yeah, yeah pretty much. I mean, come on. I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> or it's it's a half step away from mm. a shit joke. Yeah, at least with us, that's for sure. I guess, Six uh, degrees of shit joke. That's what the playing. That's what the, the Macedonian, the Macedonian drinking game of you know every time we mention a shit joke, we got a lot of drunk people in Macedonia. Yeah. So hey, I sent that picture out earlier this week. Did you know I? I don't know if I had uh, worded it properly in the text, but I took that picture myself yeah, while on job. Mass Ave in Cambridge. <laughs> oh, the guy on the bench. Oh my God! Remember All the stuff the happened guy? this week. Oh, the guy with his nuts hanging out. I wish That's you incredible. <laughs> I, I just, I, yeah, I'm at a red light. I look, and I, he was, he had his head back. His mouth was wide open. His phone was in his hand. He was mm. out cold. And I looked, and I was like, Jesus, that guy dead? Because here in the city, there's a lot of homeless people, but he had a lot of crap around him. And so when I glanced down to see if I could see his stomach going up and down, then I spotted his balls. I couldn't stop laughing. There, <laughs> oh, oh you really? You took that yeah, picture right from inside my I vehicle. Shit, you found? Oh my god! I don't know. I just fine. and I, I just kind of stuck my hand out. You know, I didn't want people mm -hmm. to watch me because this, this. I was in Harvard Square. There's people mm -hmm. everywhere, so I tried to be oh, discreet that would have been about so it. Embarrassing. Not to mention the guy his balls out. You're, you're. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. He's in the well, middle of the city. Meet at that point. <laughs> Nuts hanging out. I couldn't believe that. That was great. His balls were literally hanging out of a rip in his pants. Yeah. Well, how did your pants get rip ripped? Himself? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I was Wait. curious about that. I, I, yeah, I didn't stop and ask Maybe him. But he can't he, afford a They were trying yeah. to stay cool. They were getting away from his exactly He's trying to get his wife yeah. pregnant. He yeah. knew what Bert knew, right? He's going to procreate. I imagine that guy rubbing his crotch so often that he wore a, you know, like wore oh. a, a hole in his pants. And I, that fucker has a major hernia oh. too, man. Do you like oh, that? Oh, oh yeah, I yeah. said that on the yeah. yeah, yeah. How do you know yeah, that? That guy's you can see it protruding. His belly button. His belly pushing yeah. out. That's a, that's what a hernia. You can have a, a hernia. Yeah, umbilical hernia. Yeah, a, a hernia. One kind of hernia is like I don't know what the, mm. what the technical term is, but it comes out through your belly. Your your belly button pushes mm. out, and you you're it's a weakness in your stomach wall, 
And that's what's going on with that fucking dude. That guy's not in good no. shape. <laughs> well, that's, that's probably given the circumstances. I, I tend yeah. to agree. But you didn't the, need to the, see his nuts hanging uh, up. But that, I, uh. d- d- people have Audi belly buttons. But you're saying this is a aggressive. Uh, super. Yeah, that's more than yeah. Audi, super that, Audi. Yeah, that's more than Audi belly. That's a fucking hernia. It's like a hot water bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But what, they're pretty sure he was listening to a bad counsel. On yeah. The oh, yeah. I saw on it on phone, his phone. So. Yeah, I mean, it was on yeah. his phone. I, yeah, I actually saw that. <laughs> was, I couldn't stop laughing when I saw that. Totally on brand. <laughs> Mike, how, how have your dogs been? Have they gotten used to their confinement? They have. They have not escaped yet. Um, they've been pretty good. But we've so we've been spending more time outside with them because it's easier now. And then a new problem came up. Like I don't know what depressed? our neighbors are doing. <laughs> the people next door to us, they have a pool and they have probably like a, they have a couple of kids. One's I think around two. And I don't know if they're trying oh. to teach him how to swim, but the kid from like five to six every night is swim night, swim lesson night. And all he does is scream. Hmm. No, no, he's crazy. He's, oh. <laughs> oh my God. It's loud. I almost eating? went over there one night. That's what we thought of. Like, I don't know what kind of, teaching technique this is but they are stressing this kid out old school that's what it is oh my god it was brutal so we end up going inside we try to leave the dogs out we go in hopefully they're still out there but i enjoy the sound of terrified children <laughs> but it's oh, it's brutal and they, we're like next door neighbors so we can hear them they're pretty loud and that poor kid i want to go over and either save him or well i won't say what the other part is <laughs> oh <laughs> All right, drowned him. I yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking about your dog. Just kidding. Oh, thanks. You want him? No, I, I feel bad for them. You know, and it, you know what I kind of likened it to when I heard that they were running to a friend's house. It really, really got me in the heart. Like it's oh like, yeah. It's like putting your parents in a home, right? You know, it's like okay, mom, dad, this is your home now, and uh, bar some sort of uh, you know civil unrest. You're never leaving here again unless it's to go to the hospital. <laughs> well, if that, so you can't. You we're gonna go to family dinners. You can't come. You know, sorry. You're gonna. That's you're gonna be bummer. here. Uh, you know, your friends you used to have lunch with once a week. Well, that's all done. They might stop by. You know, but you're never gonna have lunch with them again. You know, and God help them. They were. They were like not ready for that. Yeah, well, if that touched your heart, the house that he used to run to, that dog died, and he oh. would still run to that house for oh, the next oh, two months three months and then the, the woman would come out she'd give him a treat and oh sorry but he's not here oh. my dog would, his <laughs> tail would go between yeah. his legs and he'd go home and then i'd beat yeah. him for escaping yeah was mike is that the neighbor that every time you mention someone who's dead he says he's dead was that oh the no that's the no that's a different guy that al, al used to he doesn't live uh, in oh. our neighborhood anymore but yeah every time you'd mention somebody that had passed away he would just scream dead he had a picture on his mantle. It was his dad. Yeah. And he's go, oh, I say, hey, Al, is this your father? And he wouldn't answer the question. He would just yell, dead. Oh. And I looked at him. I was like, what? oh, your father? And then his wife would have to explain, yeah, well, Al's father did die. But that's Al's response to everybody who's passed. First, Jeez. he just lets you know right up front, they're mm. dead. Is it like a tick? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, honestly, Bert, potential tr- drinking game, you know? Try it yeah. for a week. It is fucking fun. It really is. <laughs> yeah. I'm not kidding. And you're going to be amazed yeah. at how many times you talk about dead people. Or Michelle yeah. talks about dead oh, people. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm. anytime, say like, uh, oh, Michael Jackson, dead. You know, <laughs> dead. I love that. Death yeah, listen, my wife and daughter do that. Daniel <laughs> right it's it's probably we didn't talk about tina turner died dead, dead, dead. We didn't talk about that. <laughs> I, I didn't know you were as big of a fan 
you know? Yeah, uh, you got to respect Tina. I mean, sure. I don't know if you I mean, got to yeah. respect it. She's had a couple of good songs, but I'm it's not. It's easy to. Uh, she was a, she was uh, a great yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, she really was. I mean, you know, you know the way, you know, here's, this is the analogy I made. Like, you look at Tina Turner, like when you watch um, Eddie Murphy or Chris Rock, right? And you go back and you look at Richard Pryor and you're like, oh, those fucking guys. Oh, they're just like, you realize they're riffing on Richard mm-hmm. Pryor, right? I think when you look at like Beyonce, right? And you go back and look at Tina Turner, like 1968, yeah. right? I mean, I think there's a lot, uh, there's a lot that, there's a lot that kind of just became incorporated into, into entertainment that, that she came, that was directly attributable to her and her stage presence. I really think I that. agree. All right. And yeah, not so. to mention yeah. her acting, you know, I loved her in beyond Thunderdome. I really did. She was like in her late forties. Yeah, she was great. She was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We saw that uh, musical about her life. It was amazing. Really yeah. Good. So like, but you know what? It's, it's one of those things it, she lived a long, uh, interesting, successful, you know, life. And, and so God yeah. bless her. Hope she's resting. I, yeah. With a rough start I, I, to she, it. I, I just know that I know the whole Ike Turner thing. Like I know that part of it, but yeah. I never really, I don't know. I guess what she was singing when I was like in my teens and early twenties just was, had, I just didn't want anything to do with it. And I think that I just never came back. Yeah. To it. But yeah, maybe I'll that. go back to the older stuff and, and give yeah. her another listen. Cool. I mean, you you grew up in Boston in, in the seventies, right? I mean that the, uh, you're, you're, you're probably trying to get away from that, right? It was all Aerosmith, nah. right? <laughs> that was Man, my uh, new addition. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but I was into punk. So mm. to me, yeah, oh, that was cool. uh, because all the punk would come over from England and it would hit Boston first, right? So it was like it was WFNX, which was like a it was like a station, but it was like college radio because there's so many colleges in Boston, and that's so I got into that and I rejected everything from Aerosmith to you know it, it just everything that wasn't just really aggressive mm. punk. Black Flag just played here recently. Nice. Yeah, Black Flag. But the, I, I imagine as depressing as Nancy Wilson was. What are those guys? Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, like I'm wondering, like <laughs> Henry Rollins is in good shape, probably. Yeah, he's yeah, he seems like he's, but very unpunk like, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to maintain that looks... into your into your fifties and sixties and seventies. You know. <laughs> uh, There's that meme of him like sitting, of like walking out of the grocery <laughs> store, like looking like all pale and like you know. <laughs> 20 pounds overweight, like carrying like a bag with, of bread. Uh, and like, search and destroy <laughs> tattoo, just peeking a little bit out of his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> Even punks grow old. Well, some yeah. punks grow old, right? Some punks grow old. But, um, and then I got into to rap and then electronic. And it took me a long time to get back to any type of really good American music pre-19, really 1985. <laughs> so, or 1980. Anyway, you're so hip, Tim. I, I'm <laughs> hip. I think that's the whole point is I'm so unhip that I'm almost hip. It almost came back around and hit me in the ass. Yeah, you can't, there's no, you can't, you can't even try to be hip. You either are or you aren't, right? I mean, it's I'm just not. like. The, the, oh, the, you're the, hip. The mere pursuit of it. The mere pursuit of it is like self, it's like self-defeating. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly. Well, no, it's unhip yeah. to try to be hip, you know, like you just said. Right. Yeah. It's just like, you know, buying clothes at uh with that hot topic the mall you know <laughs> you're not punk rock if you're shopping at hot topic i'm sorry there there are no punks in in suburbia man they moved to the city right so. it's hard yeah 
All right. Well, yeah. uh, guys, thank you for starting a little later tonight. I appreciate it a lot. Um, but I know that puts a little pressure on the back end of this. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> whoa. Sorry. You said pressure on the back end. Sorry. <laughs> juvenile. Sorry. Uh, that was me. pretty. Yeah. Like, it caught uh, me off guard. <laughs> uh, I know. I thought you were choking on a, a gummy a or high. something. <laughs> And then Katie starts laughing. I'm like, what's going on? Face. Let, me, let me face my red. I'll red my faces. Oh. <laughs> Did you guys have off for Juneteenth? No. No. Uh-uh. For Mitzvah. Yeah, yeah, I had on. I, I didn't realize it oh, until Friday. Nice. I was like, oh, Friday. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, so I was like, that's awesome. Man, that's okay. almost like a snow a day. That's day. fucking awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. that yeah, great. it's been great. Nice. I still had to meet with this person from Sweden, which was annoying. But the, uh, yeah. Well, the Swedes are racist anyway, so we yeah. Well, yeah. No, it's fucking. The sun never goes down there now, so they want to fucking meet like, at all hours. Oh, we're up. We're still late. You know, Does it work on the other side though? In the middle of winter, they just don't want to talk to anybody. Leave you alone. Yeah, it's fuck. Yeah, I feel sorry for those fuckers in the middle of winter. Jesus Christ, they're all in antidepressants. <laughs> Four hours yeah. of sunlight. There's no shit. They, they are. Mm. I mean, they're all like snorting lines of vitamin mm. D. <laughs> Bert as a Swede. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. All right. So here we go. Questions. All right. You ready? Oh, yeah. Ready. Go. Let's click, go. Click. click, click. Yes. We did get one of the two clicks on the last show. So I don't know. Maybe, Bert, maybe you could click it right on mic. Let's see if we can get the click. Yes. Okay. We'll Yay. get that. Nice. Right. Beautiful. Every Let's show. go. Oh, this is Bert's 27th show. He is he has nice. been on twenty five percent of all bad council podcasts. That Fantastic! Wow. Yes, yes, nice. Twenty four point eight percent. It was actually Greg that that uh, came up with twenty five percent. So I was like, really? And then we, yeah. So actually, it was Pythagorean or whoever his name was that came up with twenty five percent. I just mentioned that that in this particular situation, that was the that was the amount. Well, you're in good company, but he did the math. Good company. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> My Radio Shack calculator first told me about it. Nice. Texas Instruments was the name brand, wasn't it? Like, yeah. I had a Commodore VIC 20. That was my first computer. A Commodore VIC 20. This was called, yeah. It it, it used floppy disks and, like, yeah. Like, I would just write go-to yeah. statements. I thought that was fun to make, like, <laughs> like, like, you know, you know, like, line one, write, uh, you know, Gary's an idiot. Line two. Go to line go one. Go to line one. <laughs> line <Yeah>. three. <laughs> Play. And it was just, uh, it just scrolled. And I'd be like, hey, look here. Right. Look here. <laughs> what look was my... Look what I learned on my computer. I'm writing code. <laughs> my first computer had a cassette. It was a... It oh, cassette a drive. Cassette drive. Yeah. I, but I can't remember two. what it was. I had, a, I had a Commodore 64 with a cassette. Was it a 64? I thought a six, Commodore 64 was a game, but it's not. That was a no, computer? No, it was the higher was level. Computer. Yeah. yeah, I remember okay. Bert had that uh, 64. I had the VIC-20. I was always jealous. But uh, we would remember we would play... What was that video game? Like, it was like the... I'd love to see it now. It was like a, it was like a Risk-type game, but on your, your Commodore 64... Like uh, World Quest or some shit like that, and you know we we would like yeah, it was like the lamest thing, but we would play that for fucking hours to the point where there were sometimes I'd be like, all right, I'm gonna come to your house an hour before school, you know, so we can play some more. <laughs> <laughs> that was the lamest oh, game. God, we were yeah, we dorks. were. Yeah, I mean, you you know, yeah, well, what the fuck, man. Look at us now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> still dorks. Yeah. Dorks on a podcast. Yeah, the dorks that people listen to. Right, right. Anyway, sorry. 
No, no, that's fine. That was a nice little trip down memory lane. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, uh, hey, counsel. I'm a mom to a 24-year-old who wants Botox and plastic surgery. Mm. It scares the hell out of me. I'm all for self-improvement, but I think my daughter is crazy to start this so young. What are your policies with your kids on this? No, I don't have any policies on 24-year-olds yet. (laughs) I don't think I will have any policies on 24-year-olds. I'll just be begging her not to do stupid things, but... Yeah. I mean, my policy would be you could do whatever the fuck you want if you're paying yeah. yep. for it. <laughs> That's a damn good policy. Mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I think a lot of 20 year olds are getting that. And their reasoning is that if they start preventing wrinkles in their 20s, then the wrinkles won't develop. I think they look freakish and weird like aliens when they faces don't move in their 20s. I mean, we notice that on a lot oh, of yeah. shows we watch. Oh, it's creepy. It's, well, there's 25 year olds. You can't tell if they're. 25 or, 50. or 35 or 45, you know, it's because of they're all wrinkleless and kind of have a mask like appearance, a shiny face. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that's yeah. not a good one. I mean, I think I don't think it's good. It's kind of sad that they all feel the need to do that. The film, what's wrong they with want to look like a filter? Yeah, I like Especially wrinkles at 25. <laughs> you don't really have wrinkles, you just have experience, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm like. Hey, why do you need, why do you need Botox when you're 25? I mean, I mean they, they, they do. Facial not. expressions are wrinkles. They get they're confused. Yeah. No, <laughs> it, I think it's because they want to look like Instagram filters. Yeah, like you know? smooth. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Totally smooth, wrinkle free, uniform like shade. That's why they do their makeup like that. You know, you know what they say, boys. Vanity. Well, are, thy name is what woman. What are we talking about as far as plastic surgery? I mean, if, does she want a boob job or what is she like? Or like liposuction? Be, well, I, I guess yeah. we don't know well, that, Botox right? Botox and the, plastic uh, surgery. So the, the you know. most popular like plastic job, surgery among the younger is that fox eye lift. So their eyes look like a little slanted and out. Have you seen yeah, that? You guys look perplexed, as did I, until no. three weeks yeah. ago when like Katie explained just, this to me. Yeah, they use like oh. threads and they do this little, little fox eye lift. And it looks the same as all the filters make their eyes... Uh, in like more of a little like feline foxish shape, and well, if that's doing it, it, like really young, yeah. Like they just free base some yeah, Adderall. Exactly. It's a, like it that gives or... them an odd, their eyes an odd look. Yeah, it's an odd look. Yeah, well, I would say no to the eyes, but yes to fake boobs. <laughs> I mean, you know, just to help her out, <laughs> you know, so she feels better about herself. Mike, this is so. Uh, when I lived in Maryland, we have these great neighbors, uh, and they had a daughter. And uh, the daughter used to babysit the kids, right? Then she she graduated high school. And for a graduation and- present, Tim paid for her to get boobs. No, I'm Aww. <laughs> no, sweet. Not at all. Um, however, uh, you were very close, Greg. So um, and she had a bunch of friends. And so uh, at the graduation party for Sam, or the, or the, uh, the gal next door, her friend, who was at the time going to Florida State for her 18th birthday, wanted boobs. So her parents paid for her to have a boob job. Um, and I, I just, I always, I felt like at 18, that seemed too young for me, but I'm, you know, maybe I'm conservative. Yeah. Well, you, th- you think that she got her the ass in there, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Right. She had a hunger. I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, she, she was like an attractive kid, you know, I guess just uh, really well, felt well, like she needed some bigger. Uh, Tim, and, and she did. She got some cans for well, sure. In your opinion, would she need the ass or the boobs done or both? 
Uh, uh, I was just making you uncomfortable. No, I didn't really. No, no. How do I answer this factually no, without I, looking like a huge perv and losing a friend? I, I, I know my buddy Jeff probably listens, but I'm not talking about his daughter. I'm talking about oh, okay. his daughter's friend. But okay. I, you know, I, 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 I that makes it better. Looking kid, but I don't, I don't, yeah. I never thought no. she needed anything. You know, I wasn't. She's going to Miami now, right? right? Uh, I mean, Tallahassee. He's pretty close. Uh, she went to Florida State. Yeah. Tim's uh, on Florida yeah. State, yeah. <clears throat> but uh, I, I just, I felt like that. That just seemed, it just seemed very odd to me. Like I just felt like, Ugh. well, one thing I'll say, um, and I've kind of wondered about this myself. Like, so it's not plastic surgery, but it's just as permanent. Um, you know, I'm a tattoo guy, and uh, Carly, when Carly was a little girl, she hated my tattoos. She begged me not to get more tattoos because, because Aww. she didn't. Because when I when I were to get a tattoo on my arms, especially, I couldn't snuggle her properly, and so she was oh. like, "I hate these, you know, don't get any more of these." But you love it, exactly. Yeah, and so um, yeah. But then by the time she was fifteen, she was all about tattoos. She was ready to be like that, and you know that put me in an interesting position because it would be massively hypocritical for me to say, "Don't get tattoos." But I did tell her, I said, "You car, you, you got to wait till you're eighteen. You know, at, at eighteen your your life and your body are your own to do with until then you belong to me and your mom you know you're not going to do things without our permission and i don't think you're ready and i said car not because i think tattoos aren't cool obviously but you know what at 16 i might have gotten uh you know uh uh captain cobra or whatever his name was from gi joe <laughs> you know and i would have regretted that tattoo but then she she kept on she kept on so i ended up getting her her first tattoo when she was like 17 uh, and I, my logic was, I know she's interested in it. You know, I'm, we're talking about months till she can legally do it herself. Um, so at least I'm going to go with her and, you know, hope, make sure she goes to a clean shop and that she knows what to ask and, yeah. and does all those things. Um, and so we did. And so that now I've taken her to get multiple tattoos and she's nice. not yet 20. So, uh, you know, I, I think for this mom, I would say, and listen to me giving good counsel. Uh, I, for this mom, I'd say, is, is she a generally sensible Ooh. kid? Otherwise, is she is she doing well in life? You know, if she's doing well and she's on a a path of self sufficiency, then you know uh, maybe this is her one thing, and you know just support her by going and making sure she's well educated about it and making good decisions about what to get done and where to get done. Um, because she's twenty four, she can do whatever the fuck she wants. So your your role now is an advisor. You know? Well, yeah. If she's well, paying true. for it, if she's yeah, doing yeah. it, what she's paying for it, right? I mean, if she's asking mom to pay for it, it'd be different. Now, the bad counsel advice would be like, okay, if you want a boob job, you got to pay me back. I don't mm. care how you do it. And then they're, she's going to strip. Obviously, start an only. Yeah. Or start dancing. Right, yeah. Or pay a local, really good looking right. guy to, to you know, come around and, be yeah, yeah, no, come around and say how, you know, how, how he loves flat-chested gals, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a charter fan. Remember the itty-bitty Titty committee fan club. Bitty <laughs> <laughs> titty committee. <laughs> I love that. Where one. did that come from in your brain? Where, oh, that, where? I didn't make that up. That, that I didn't make that up. Yeah. Oh, that's old. That's an old T-shirt. Yeah, or, yeah, or some right? movie like, uh, like uh, with Christy McNichol movie or something like that. You know? <laughs> oh, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> actually, Tim, or Twiggy, yeah. Tim, uh, <laughs> Stacy had told me when she was in high school she was actually on that committee. 
She makes a joke oh. about how she looked in high school. She goes, I was the secretary. We were part of the itty bitty titty committee. I was like, oh, <laughs> good to know. <laughs> nice. Very interesting. I didn't see that in the yearbook. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. Wow. I just, it freaks me out that people are trying to make themselves look like a filter. You know, I mean, I guess it makes sense, right? It's human nature, but. Well, it, it, you know, you know. I mentioned to you guys over the weekend on our text string, uh, Katie and I watched that um, commercial, like nine minute commercial on YouTube for the Apple Vision Pro. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that thing oh, yeah, is cool. so interesting. But like, uh, you know, so they're showing you can do, you know, you can make FaceTime calls wearing basically looks like, you know, ski goggles. And I said to Katie, I leaned over and I was like, yeah, but, you know, you're going to be on all these FaceTime calls wearing ski goggles. And just as the words were leaving my my tongue, they were like, and the technology creates an AI version of you so that when you're on, like I, right now, if I was wearing my Apple Vision wow. Pro goggles, <laughs> I'd be wearing these big goggles right now. But you'd see like a lifelike avatar of my face that Apple's created for this very purpose. Yep. Yeah. If, if uh, an AI version of me, I'd want one that didn't say yeah. stupid well, shit. Yeah. I don't know if the technology is that advanced that far. You know? Yeah, I know. But no, um, and you want to you want yeah. people to believe it's oh. you, you know. You don't want people to reject the avatar, Bert, thinking, "Oh, that's Captain <laughs> Bert. He's just said a dumb thing all day." <laughs> His personality you know, has no wrinkles. <laughs> but people are creating people, like, just as the technology is telling us, let us create an avatar of you, you know, or, or you know, an emoji of you, or a, you know, bitmoji of you. Like people are young people are like gravitating. They want to look like filters, you know. I wanted to look like. A rock star. These kids want to look like a cartoon character. You know, it's interesting. Who was the guy you wanted? I think. Did we talk about this? The guy who was the guy that you wanted to look like when you were growing up? Um. Well, I mean, I went through a big uh, Jim Morrison phase, like the Doors. Like I, I was huge, probably for myself. The, the, sk the skinny, the skinny Jim Morrison when he was all, yeah, on, on LSD and not fat Jim Morrison. Out, no, yeah. Not fat Jim Morrison. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Elvis versus young Elvis. Yeah, I was a big. You know, you probably, I probably played the Doors a lot around us, Burton in tenth, eleventh, twelfth grade, and then I went to college. I, I was known as kind of like the guy who's into the Doors, and I liked that, you know. But then the fucking movie came out, and everybody liked the yeah. Doors, and I hated. Them. There you go. <laughs> They ruined my the, thing. Was it Val? Was it Val Kilmer? Val Kilmer, yeah. Oh god, yeah. yeah, yeah. Gary met him the summer he was playing Jim Morrison. They were filming part of it in like the near the Jersey Shore. I think this is right. Gary can correct me if I'm wrong, but he was at his friend Dave's uh, house for like Fourth of July, and like uh, you know, in in Seattle City, it's just like house to house parties. Wait, Gary was at his friend Dave's. Yeah, but that's no, not that, Dave is your friend, right? Correct. Well, yeah, okay. Gary knows him too. But we all went to Penn State. And so it's his friend from Philly who went to Penn State. He's Gary's age, a little bit older. And so they were at Dave's house in Seattle City. And people just wander from house to house and party. And Gary's like, dude, you'll never believe who kind of just wandered into Dave's backyard and started drinking beers with us. You know, uh, Val Kilmer. You know, and I was like, no really? shit. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And I was like, what was he like? He's like, oh, he's really That's nice. Cool. Really nice. I thought Val was like a... Uh... Uh, like a Christian scientist that was like kind of lived life pure, but maybe that mm. came later. After he met Gary, yeah. he <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> great job, Gary. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I don't know. Well, I will tell you that uh, my youngest, you said uh, getting cartoon character. Mm -hmm. So we said the same thing with our kids. Like you get a tattoo, wait till you're 18 and then, you know, do it right. Like get a good right. tattoo, like, you know, spend the money Right, just mm -hmm. 
Um, but my youngest, did you, did you get all the cars he crashed? <laughs> this that's my oldest. <laughs> yeah, that's my oldest. <laughs> my youngest uh, decided to go to a tattoo school where they did it hmm. for very low or free um, when he was oh, sixteen. My God, and, oh. yeah, and then and he got a. It's a super got, idea. Oh my God, it's even worse, right? So he got two on his ankles, right? Which, mm. you know, he Ouch. finally copped to. But then he got one that he swore me to secrecy because he didn't want mom finding out. He didn't want Tammy finding out. Mm. And it's, a, you know, um, from Family Guy, Brian. Yeah. The dog. The dog. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's literally like a six by six on his oh upper my thigh. God. Yeah, oh exactly. Oh my God. And I was like, what were you thinking? You know, it, like, I, you're going to have this for the rest of your life. And he's like, well, it's going to remind me of that moment in my life when I felt like I needed to have this. And I was like, oh, God, no, 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 no. He needed to have Brian Griffin. Well, that's All true. Right. Yeah, Brian but he Griffin. needed to have Brian Griffin. For <laughs> right. what reason? Did you, I mean, I can see needing a lot of things. But, well, he, and I love Brian Griffin. Bennett has watched like every season, every episode mm-hmm. over and over of Family Guy. Like, he is. And he has a dad uh, who looks like Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> but that's where the similarities end, right? Mm. Yeah, uh, right. But you're talentless. Uh, yeah, it, exactly. <laughs> so he, um, but yeah, I, I, so just it, it was kind of like, oh, yeah, when you said it, it was like a gut punch, like, oh, yeah, I got a kid that did that. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I, I did make Car, I did forbid Carly to do one thing, and let's see how long me forbidding her to do anything is effective because it seems that she's heeded my warning, or she probably knows it's a bad idea. I did say, but whatever no you do, no, whatever you do, no, no neck or face tattoos. Oh, you know? oh, like she got one, like she got a tattoo without telling me one time. Usually, she tells me when she's going to get a tattoo, and I was like, "Oh, send me a picture." And she has, it's like a, a like it's kind of cool. It's like a bird skull behind her ear on, on like you know neck and head, but she has long hair. You know, you know what I mean? But I was like, Carly, you know that that's cool. And you know me, I'm not anti-tattoo, but you know, don't ever get anything visible on your neck. Or your face, or anything like that. I said, you know, we're getting more and more liberals in society, but people aren't ready for face tattoos. You know, that limits your—I hate to say it—limits your employment options, right? Uh, you know, it it, and it really, you know, as many tattoos as I have and you have, Bert. Like, you know, it really sends. It's that harkens back to the worst prejudices of like tattooed people. You know, so yeah. Well, I mean, it depends what you do for a living, too. I mean, if you're in, if you're in, like, uh, if you're there's jobs well, sure matter, yeah if, if like, you own your own business yeah, if you're a makeup you're, artist if she's yeah. a florist or, or whatever she has to do doing something that's edgy but, but or that's creative what I said, right was, you, you know, know you, you it's it's gonna eliminate some possibilities for you you know so if you if you yeah. do that or just understand like you know if you want to be a piercer then go for it you know but, but but make sure you establish yourself as that you know but but know that it's gonna uh have repercussions and don't do it without my permission you know so we'll see it's getting, that's getting in the more, face more right now. I I saw. I hope not. I, I saw a dad at Costco. Right, looks mm. like a Family Guy, but was tatted up, and and I, you know, it was hard not to judge. Mm. So you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, it's, it's extreme. You know, and, I, and most, um, most like reputable uh, tattoo artists would like really avoid that you know or or some especially somebody or they're or, gonna have a conversation or, or, or some just refuse really to do young. you know some refuse to do you know so. all right so uh so for this listener right we have uh let her get a boob job that's what mike said mm-hmm. uh and tattoos said, if you're paying for it you control if you're not paying for it you're fucked uh and greg you said uh I no said face find tattoos. A good, yeah and find a good looking guy 
who oh, you know wants right. to who, who who has a strange predilection for all her perceived flaws you know i love Got the it. noses you know? <laughs> okay she wants plastic surgery i mean would you let her get a nose job sure. right i mean I that's would. that that's yeah. kind of a would yeah. you yeah, nose job. Well, it depends. 20, she's oh, twenty-four. Yeah. Well, it, yeah, it depends. Like, yeah. if she's got Jamie Farr's nose, then sure. You know, that's like <laughs> that's like a medically recommended. You know what I mean? But uh, but it, but if she's you know uh, a seven and she wants to be a nine and it's like a perfectly good nose, it's like no, come on, honey. You know, your your nose is fine. So what what about I? I used yeah, to work right. with somebody who got her nose like Morgan Fairchild. I think it is. Oh. But it, I felt it was too pointy. Oh. Like it looked. It oh looked, yeah. Like she, you know, because which know. company? The first one we worked together. The second one? No, it was before. It was before. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. uh, sure, uh, it was. Either of the companies that we worked mm. on, worked with. Um, although we did work with someone at our first company that did get a boob job and then got a promotion after that. So I don't know if there was some. Was she that? With... Was she the regional admissions manager in the southeast region? <laughs> no, she wasn't. She was okay. online, but oh, okay. uh, uh, great, great person, and I was happy yeah. to see. And she deserved it, but you know, it was uh, just the coincidence. It's always so hilarious when you see like a woman at work like get a boob job, lose thirty pounds, right? You like you could do like when they get right. divorced, That's right? Exactly like, what happened. Like, like, said you fucking like, you see it from a mile away, like oh Jesus, single Christ, guys yeah. of any age. That's the best time to swoop in. <laughs> Yep, and uh, Katie says it's no fun without wrinkles. Like you, we don't know what you're thinking if you have Botox forehead yeah. at 24. So, creepy. you know, it's creepy. It is creepy. Even when you did the imitation of it, it was creepy. Those are the fox eyes. <laughs> Those are the, the fox. Eyes. Oh, that's different. Yeah, yeah. The the yeah. That's yeah. where I never knew that existed until a month ago. <clears throat> it's it's crazy. It's wrecking. This wrecking little young girls are just getting completely wrecked by these filters. It's yeah. too, it's mm-hmm. horrible. It is. Um. It, it is it is horrible, um, but I, I read a book uh, Jay Dilla uh, about Jay Dilla who was a, a beat maker, um, mm. and so he was so revolutionary on with using drum machines that live drummers started to imitate him on live drum kits, and mm. it's just a very interesting thing where you have this crossover. You have technology, and then you have humans trying to imitate the technology. I, I just I find that fascinating. Anyway. Uh, not time or place for that tough discussion. But anyway, all right, next question. Mm. I can edit that out. It's no problem. Um, okay. <laughs> but you won't. No, yeah, it in. You don't yeah. get to edit it. Fuck you. <laughs> I do get to edit it, but I'll leave no, it anyway because no, I'm too on. fucking lazy. <laughs> uh, well, it's um, interesting, you, you know, because some listener may have a comment about that and that leads to further discussions, buddy. Okay. Right. All right, on to yeah. the next question. I like listening to you guys say funny shit better. Um, okay, so, uh, team. Your sweet lovemaking was plenty funny last week. Oh, oh. <laughs> and beautiful. about my sweet lovemaking we're, with we're, Tammy? We're, we're in good time. Yeah, we, we're in good time here. So I'm going <laughs> to, uh, you just sparked a thought. Like, we like, you know, Katie and I, I'm making these posts for Instagram. And so, like, I'm playing the same clip, like, over and over oh, and over again right. as I'm, like, over you know, creating the, the visual and stuff. <laughs> And like, you know, t- t- Katie's just kind of sitting there next to me in the bed and is like, 
And as many points, like, even though she heard it five times, she, every time she'd go, oh, oh, my God. No, Tim, no. And then eventually like, we uncoupled. Oh, she, oh. oh. Well, <laughs> wait, one of us stirred. One of us, I don't know, know if I should stirred. be offended or, you know, like, well, uh, you know. She said oh, it was like listening to her parents, just yeah, her dad describe how he banged her mom. You know? I didn't say any of that. This was all post-coitus. This was, this was oh. after. Post-coitus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I Bert even he went through right didn't Bert say was it this position was it yeah, that yeah, position yeah. was it this style was it yeah. that style like, it's just like terms like you know uh, we, we stirred oh, man. and then we uncoupled <laughs> we were literally just lying in bed together mm. that's all we, were we doing. disengaged I guess yes. there's no way out of this one is there there's just, no there's not <laughs> no but you can't I, mean, I, I loved it it was so funny I love it. And thank you for the visual, Tim. So you made us laugh. <laughs> You're welcome, Mike. Anyway, yeah, it, it was funny though. Listening to you guys, that really was funny. Uh, oh, oh, did you choke um, a little? Yeah. <laughs> right. You liked that line too, didn't you? That did was, you uh, use any of that? Let me ask you this, Tim. Did you, you like use the episode to try to facilitate any of that sort of thing? Like, hey, uh, Tim, you know, want to hear something funny? What I told the well, what I told uh, the, the guys and Katie about our beautiful love baking, uh, you know. <laughs> That rascal bike said, "Did you choke her?" And, 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 and then, and then, Bert said, "Did you? Was it a ass was slapping, a hair, hair pulling? pulling affair?" What do you think about that? That's that's interesting that they would think that. Well, huh? What do you think about that? She'd think, "Yeah, not surprised." From Mike, that she immediately she would have said, "Yeah, not surprised." And Bert, she loves Bert, so whatever Bert said uh, would but be. Did fine. you say then? Well, do you, ever, do you ever think about any of that stuff? You know. <laughs> no, I, she hasn't even talked to me about it. So I don't know if she listens or doesn't listen anymore. I don't know what's going on. Um, She's just but, alone sharpening her Ginsu knives. Right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was another funny line. Mike, Mike saying, uh, uh, I, I'm sleeping with jeans on anyway. Like, there's no way. Like, make it hard for her to get I'm in there. Yeah. Have you, Tammy, have you seen how that, many? Have you seen that show, Severance? Uh, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Tammy, yes, how many I William have, Sonova sure. wife sharp, uh, knife sharpeners can you have? <laughs> we don't need one in every room, honey. <laughs> no, but I am aware. I'm more aware under her, mm -hmm. you know, this terror campaign that she is embarking Jeez, on. Yeah, Greg thought about the dogs all week. I was thinking about Tammy yeah. all week. I was like, I can't what, what, what could he possibly have done? What did he say? She just, she just likes to keep, she likes to keep you on edge, man. <sighs> I, this is, I, this is my beautiful wife. Everyone <sighs> thinks she's so sweet. You know, it was she's, like uh, I. Oh, she's sweet. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, right. be, exactly to everyone, but, but... She's dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> I was flipping through the channels uh, and I saw uh, misery. Remember misery? Oh, yeah. Right. But, oh yes. And, and you know, there's the yeah. sweet woman, but she's got uh, James Con tied up in the bed, and she, mm. it was the where she puts the the. Two by the four two by, by four, four between. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, broke God. his ankles. I broke an ankle once, and that's that scene in particular. Oh. Is right? Like, oh, uh, did it yeah. just hurt? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. yeah. But she, he, he made her do it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it serves him right. It serves him right. He's right there, just beneath the surface, with every woman, right, right there. Man. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> See, Tim checks under the mattress for like hidden knives every night. Hey, James. have you ever seen the the uh, Stephen King series that is the prequel? to misery that takes it's the backstory no for the no. main character of misery oh what's it called fucking god what's it, what's it called? is it's uh Katie? i don't know i'll, I'll find it. it but it's it's there okay, it's I'm uh, looking it up now 
I can't remember what if it was on Put Netflix or okay. Prime, Mature. but it it is. Uh, <laughs> it's show. What are show notes? Show. Terrifying. Show notes? It's a psych. It's terrifying. It's and yeah. it's written. Stephen King like was is part of this. It's the best Stephen cool. King TV series ever. I love it. That was season two. Oh, season ca- one. Castle Rock. Castle Rock. Yeah. Oh. Okay. But, but I mean, you know, Castle I, Rock I am familiar. Do we watch season. that, honey? We st- What's we that started, on? Do you know? We, I think we watched like one episode. Castle Rock's okay. the first season, but there's okay. a second season. It still takes place in Castle Rock. Mm. Oh, Castle I, Rock delivers the misery prequel. Okay. Yes. Excellent. Yeah. We'll have to give it that, another try. But the best yes. part, I mean, I ruined some of the best part for you, but I didn't know it was a misery prequel until I started to realize oh. how she spoke. And then I was like, oh, wait a yeah. minute. And the backstory is more it's on Hulu. creepy. Cool. Oh, Hulu. There you go. All right. All right. Nice. So Hulu can pay us for that shit. Uh, okay. All right. On to the questions. Feeling the Okay. We're still no, we're good. time. Yeah. Team. My boss is leaving at the end of the month. He was mm. an okay boss, I guess. I don't really care about that part. Due to some bad life choices, I need in, to increase my income fast. So I need to get promoted into that job. Mm. My competition is Ned, who frankly comes in on time, does great work, keeps his head down, and doesn't cause any problems. I only have one strength. I can tell dirty jokes. I'm not kidding. Nice. <laughs> like professional level, great delivery, always getting a laugh. How can I use my strength mm. to get over Ned and into that paycheck? Wait, did Wait, they leave a joke with the email? <laughs> no, they did not they, leave a joke. I'll prove you good at jokes. Send us something. <laughs> oh, crap. I thought I was getting a good joke. Sons of bitches. All right. I don't know. You can't get the job. You're a loser. Next question. Uh, yeah. I'm, this person made it complicated having to uh, facilitate this via dirty jokes. I was going to say, give hand jobs to everybody. You know? Nice. <laughs> the boss who's leaving, your competition. The decision, the HR decision maker, you know what I mean? Give hand jobs to everybody. Everyone loves a hand job. Well, I think there's, there's, you get one. So, yeah, you, you get one. Away. You get one. Yes. <laughs> I got a new bottle of Jurgens here. Let's go. <laughs> well, I think you should give the old boss a hand job too, right? Because so, so it makes it makes a recommendation as well. Right. Recommendation oh, nice. or potential blackmail. You know what I mean? <laughs> but okay, through well, dirty yeah. jokes. Mm. Well, I mean, if that's okay, if that's something he's known for, she's known for, that could be a challenge to frame somebody with dirty jokes. Because my thought is, you know, uh, I don't know, if you, maybe you have a confidant in the office. Start a rumor, start t- circulating a particularly gross and vile joke, and then attribute it to your competition. You know, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, yeah. like you know, I can't remember who told me that. It might have been Bert, or, or or it might have been Tim. I'm thinking, you know, like you really, like really enculturated, like when nice. people are like, hey, hey, uh, hey, Greg, I heard that joke of yours. It's fantastic. Oh, you know what? I, I know it's great. Well, I'd love to take credit for it, but it was actually Tim who told it to me. You know? And I want to give credit where credit's That's due. That's a good angle. Let's give credit where credit's right. due. Come up you know? with the most, the most horrible, blue, fucking terrible, vulgar yeah. joke you can and like attribute it to, yeah. your, to yeah, your competition. Yeah. Right. Like those jokes where, you know, oh, no, I wouldn't say they're so gross. Like, remember those, those gross jokes boys used to tell? You know, oh. No, I can't. No, do you have an example, Greg? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
What was that joke that was supposed to be like the dirtiest joke oh, ever? Greg that, and like, Katie saw saw, saw that live. I don't know if he did that joke. Who, uh, Gilbert? Gilbert. Gilbert yeah. Gottfried. And, and I heard that joke and I was... What's it called? It's Gilbert Gottfried. Uh, it is so bad. Like it, 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 it is... When you say vile, like the, yeah. it, it is... I, I couldn't believe how bad it was. It was when I was ripping on him and you guys were like, no, 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 he is he's, he's like he's, he's really bad. He's edgy. Yeah. And I was like, no fucking way. He's the Aflac duck. And like, no, no, no. He was the Aflac duck. But then he got kicked out of being the Aflac duck because it was so bad. And oh my God, really? Mike's laugh just then sounded like the Aflac duck. <laughs> didn't it? Uh, the aristocrat joke. The aristocrat, the aristocrat joke. The filthiest and, joke ever told. I encourage anybody. I don't know this joke. Oh my god, it is <laughs> Tim, can it's... you uh can you attach to the end of this episode? Is I possible? I probably could. I mean illegally, but yeah, probably yeah, of course. Could. I guess nice. maybe that's me knowing that it's illegal. If I feign ignorance, yeah. then it's even better. No, it's like, not illegal, oh, Tim. I well, think plus I you're drunk and high right now. I heard once Gilbert's dead, it's okay. <laughs> the, but I guess the aristocrats <laughs> joke is a joke that comedians tell to other comedians all the time so this is not his joke no oh, yeah but okay. it made him like it, like he, he did he, it he took it up to a level he elevated it he yeah and and i i don't know i just encourage i will i'll put a version on there okay, cool. i'll see if i can find a. I think i know i can get a version in and and put it on at the end of the show um Bob Saget was told that joke too. Was he involved in, the, in that joke? Dead. 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 We're going to hell. Yes. Uh, uh, so yeah, right. So maybe Greg, maybe just tell the aristocrat, but give give credit give to Tim, the yeah. office manager, your competition credit. Yeah. And then you know, again, you know, you know how truth is in, in our current society if you say it often enough and loudly enough it becomes the truth you know um and, and so you know maybe one person's you, you're only going to tell one person directly and you're going to encourage him or her to keep the, the thing going and then eventually it'll circle back to you be like yeah you know that was tim's joke i just <laughs> get this straight it was tim's joke and, and as i've counseled many times be convicted in your lie don't yes. waver <laughs> No matter what, even if faced with termination, don't admit the truth. It'll never, ever benefit you to admit the truth about anything. So, uh, and that's kind of situation. And then, you know, you, you turn it on. them. Katie always gets so quiet when you give that particular advice. And I wonder, like, the calculus going through her head, like, I love him. I know. I know he's funny hey, and he's making Katie's jokes. Katie's my heart. But Katie he's always are, so confident. Are, are one. You know what I mean? She knows. She knows me. Like right before the show began, I was antagonizing her with an annoying uh, uh, speech, uh, an annoying accent from based on a show we're watching that she said really annoyed her. And so, I, of course, what do I do? I keep you doing it more. Up, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. And then, it, then I threw her a bone. I was like, "Listen, honey, you know me. You know, <laughs> in a situation like this, that asking me to stop is only going to encourage me." Yeah. You know, so and she's like, but I can't stand it. It's so annoying. I said, I get it. But I'm asking you to like, you know, mental toughness here. If you want this to end, 
You're going to have to resist <laughs> complaining about it until I get bored with it, you know? And you know what? The only ma- the only match to that is his brother, Gary. Because we I were knew. at dinner. Oh, oh my God. Stop with the accent. <laughs> oh Stop God. that. Um, <laughs> Let's go. Great. Oh. Is that a Baltimore <laughs> accent? It's Baltimore? Philly. Yeah, yeah. Like Philly, oh, Baltimore. Pens- we're watching oh, Mayor yeah. of Easttown. Oh. Oh, oh that's so a great, annoying. great show, too. That accent's so terrible. Oh. But Gary... Does Gary have a Philly accent? No. no. Oh, thank God. No, but Gary and I, Gary's that same kind of stubbornness. Yeah, man. so Greg, whenever anyone says the word intense, Greg says. Oh, like that circus fire. Exactly. So <laughs> Gary clued into uh, this yeah, and yeah, started yeah. just working the word intense into every sentence. And I'm in between the two of them. Like dinner. that circus fire. <laughs> And it went, it volleyed back and forth. And Gary said, I'm not going to stop saying it. You freaked I'm, out. I'm going to keep saying it until you don't respond to that. I said, well, I'm not going to stop responding to that. It was like the irresistible force hitting the immovable object. You know? And I'm just and, trying and, to eat my and, dinner. And he, and he kept going and so did I. You know? Just like terretic loop. I, yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you like... Like once you're older, you you know, you've seen your parents yeah. like freak out at each other, right? <laughs> and you you under like why are mom and dad yeah. freaking out at each other? Like, why are they having this stupid fight over something stupid? Now right? you know. Like, like yeah. and you're like yeah. There you go. Gary and I, people bust each other's we, balls. We, we had a Fitbit battle, you know, like uh, like eight years ago. We each had gotten Fitbits, and it was when I was living in Portland. And I didn't have a car, and I walked everywhere. And I was in great shape. And so, like, Gary and I would have this battle for Fitbit. And, of course, I was on West Coast time. So the end of the day would come, and I'd see whatever. Oh. You know, I could see his steps, and he could see my yeah. steps, and whatever steps that he made, I'd go outside and walk around the block at 10 o'clock at night if I had to, <laughs> you know, just to beat him, you know? But that same summer, and, like, his wife was like, you know, you, re- you guys really have to stop this. And she was serious. She was like, you, you guys really have to stop this. Like, Gary, the only thing he enjoys doing now is walking the dogs to death you know they're, they're exhausted <laughs> and pacing the living room. That's all he does. Greg is pace the living room, and Gary's like, "That's the only way I can relax and know that I'm staying ahead of Greg." You know, and, and that summer we both tore a meniscus in our knee. Oh, summer ended in knee surgery. Yeah, we, we went we went on a New York trip weekend trip just Gary and I, and we both like we were he was fresh off surgery and I was due to go in. Oh. I remember on a, I was on a flight. And this woman sitting across the aisle from me kept flipping her her right hand. Like, I thought it was like a, maybe a tick that she had, right? And she was just kept doing it and doing it and doing it. And I was like, what the, f- what's, what, what is that all about? I wonder, like, what's she doing? Looks I didn't like ask she was jerking her. somebody off based on your motion. <laughs> she, yeah, yeah. So it looks like it you're did, doing it. Like, Jim. same kind of action, right? Like, you know, but then I realized get she horny. had a Fitbit and she was trying to uh, get the steps uh, by moving uh, the arm. And I was like, that, well, that's not the point, that's not right? The like, point, the, yeah. Yeah, but it, 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 it is and it isn't. Well, well, when my wife would use it, if it'd be late at night, she didn't want to do anything. She would sometimes just like raise her hand. She's still getting exercise motion. You're not out walking. It's not but the it's, same it's, thing. Yeah, but really, it's a steps yeah. counter, Mike. But you're, you're like, getting the movement. You should have put it on your dog's collar as it ran to his friend's house. <laughs> yeah, that's. Oh my god, that, that, my he, brother did that. <laughs> my older brother tied his. He he was he's very overweight. He's actually he's lost a bunch of weight now, but. He would, he, his wife got him a Fitbit and she said, and he wasn't working either. So she's like, you have to lose weight. I mm. want 10,000 steps a day. He tied it to the dog, forgot about it. 
It was like 30,000 steps. She, yeah. <laughs> she looked at me and goes, do you think I'm fucking stupid? And so, yeah, the Fitbit went away. He had to get a job. It was a whole thing. But, <laughs> but yeah, you got to be careful when you tie it Damn. to your animal. Sometimes they can... Uh, tie it to the back of your oscillating a- fan, you know? <laughs> Honestly, God, do you ever get pissed off at your parents? I yes. get my, my fucking parents. I used to get pissed off for giving you a workout. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously. Yep. <laughs> like, why, can I, why do I have to have a fucking job? Yeah, what? exactly. <laughs> Why do I feel exactly. guilty? Seriously, God damn it. All that guilt. Oh. I totally agree. The only way we did was get back to our own kids, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. As yeah, much right. as they pissed me That's off, right. they worked their ass off. God bless you. <laughs> That's all we can do as dads. Just pass along. Happy Dad's Day, by the oh, way. Yeah. Happy, happy Father's, Father's Day. Day oh, happy yeah. Father's Day. Um, Thank you. Yeah. We're so, we got it together. One minute, ten, uh, one hour, ten minutes in, I finally remember. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah okay. So, so just, do we uh, answer that question? I yeah. Really, circulate yeah. a bat, like a really. A vile joke. Like you know? the aristocrats. Yeah. yeah. But then. The aristocrats. But then. Joke. And you can listen to the end and you can hear the aristocrats yeah. joke. Be, it's like. Enculturated like, into everybody. Did you hear the joke that, that Tim said? Did you hear the joke that Tim said? And it will have gotten around to them. We'll like, oh my gosh, I thought you said that, Craig. No, no, it was Tim. You got to really enculturate that, you know? <laughs> right, right. And then wait for it to get back to the bosses. And then it's yeah. uh, your word versus theirs. Right. And actually, and, can I? Uh, and I'm if you new to podcast. Those hand jobs, then you also have sexual harassment <laughs> over that. So listen, you better believe me on right. this side. I'm going to tell them about that hand job I gave you. <laughs> <laughs> can I ask, as new to be, to podcast, can we encourage hiring a hitman? Of course, I've encouraged people to. All right, then yeah, then just before. eliminate the competition yeah. that way. Yeah, yeah, a few bucks, go. boom, boom, he's out. You're in. Jobs yeah. yours. Yeah, no hand jobs. To do it. Maybe you could pay the. Hit. Can you pay the hitman with jokes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or hand jobs. <laughs> yeah. Remember this. There were constraints here. The constraint was yeah. you got to use his dirty jokes. Listen, it's all he's got. Yeah. The, due to some yeah. bad life choices, I need to increase my income fast. So I need to get promoted. What are the life choices yeah. were? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's got to be gambling. Yeah. Something, right? yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe just get, get Ned in bed with, uh, with a hooker or something like that. Something mm. that, uh, you know, yeah, that's true. Like do it uh, Godfather style. Yeah. Kill a but hooker guess, and, and like plant her and plant a dead hooker in his bed. But your that's commitment a good idea to too. our listener, you found a way to use a dirty joke. One hmm. life skill. To, yeah. Nice. Right, and, and then pin it on somebody else. He's got that's a bright great. future in management. That's for sure. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> All right, guys. Before the quarterly meeting, let me tell you something. Did I tell you about the, the blind prostitute with uh, with herpes? Okay. You're like this. <laughs> There's been a lot of people I've met in upper management that that is basically a skill. Right? That's it. That's their only skill. Like, they really aren't that bright. They really aren't. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? Like, I, you come across them. They yeah, exist. yeah. I mean, you. I've run across some dumb executives. Not you, Tim, but other ones. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. Sure. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> uh, I thought I saw air quotes when he said it. All right. Uh, there you go. Uh, last question. Love the pod. Here's a question for you. How early should you arrive when it comes to social gatherings? Oh, I am of the, I am of the be right on time, but my friends are all fashionably late. I end up hanging out by myself, getting drunk and then leaving early because I get bored being the first to arrive. I think it's so rude to be late. Am I wrong? 
Actually, uh, you got to scope. You got to scope it out. Depending, you got you, you got to know your social circle and the people that are throwing the throwing the throwing the event, right? right and what the event is, right? I mean, you, you got to read it. I mean, the uh, if you don't want to be the first dork there, and especially if there's if there's a if it's a house party or something oh, like that, that where you know that's that awkward. the host really. Yeah, really doesn't want you there until like until like a half an hour later, right? Or some or some. That's like. That's- and I, I've been that horrible guest. I've shown up right on time, and I end up leaving early. It's not mm. nearly as much fun. Oh my god, yeah, show up late. <laughs> it's always better if you're late. It's tough though. Like I, I find myself. I agree with what you guys say, but I've been a, and I complain to Katie about this that I'm like I too often we're the first at a party or the first at an event, and we do our best of like. Oh, no, we'll 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 time it out. We'll go. We'll, we'll, we'll wait and we'll go at an appropriately fashionably late time. But then we panic. And in the last we moment, we're like, yeah, we're like, well, let's get going. And we might as well get going. Now. <laughs> we're ready. Let's go. You're like we still get ready like it was, you know, like we're going to leave early, you know. So maybe like maybe this person needs to like, uh, you know, condition themselves or do something to you know be their own best advocate, like put a load of laundry in like, you know, uh, 30 minutes before the party's supposed to start with the outfit that you want to wear. Whatever yeah. you're going to wear. And then you're like, <laughs> exactly. oh, shit, I got to wait for this fucking laundry cycle, you know? And, and you know, uh, because I, I feel you, that's it's awkward. I hate awkwardness. But yet, I'm always putting myself in awkward yeah, situations. Oh. Yeah, I used to, I'd, I'd want to show up on time because it was awkward for me to be late and then have to go around and say hi to everyone. Oh, I'm with I you. felt Maybe if I was one too. of the first ones there, then they would have to come say hi to me. Well, you showed up late, you come to me. And I mm. felt more comfortable that way. Uh, now I don't care. <laughs> now I'll show up late. I have more fun. <laughs> <That's> scary. <laughs> I, I tell you what, I used to be the motherfucker who would like stay. I'd be the last oh, one there. Like, God. I used to be like, especially if there was like, not even still booze I mean, left. There was, I, yeah, for him, right. <laughs> Motherfuckers, there at two in the morning. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this asshole gonna leave. Uh, <laughs> we do have a couple that that came yeah. over uh, when I lived in Portland. Friends of ours. And we had a great fire pit outside. And, you know, I like to, mm. I go to bed pretty early. I Like, I, I'll turn in it, you know, easily. Even when you were younger? Well, this was maybe three, four years ago. This wasn't that long ago. Uh, no, yeah. well, gosh, when I was in my 20s, I I, I loved staying up all night. But, um, no, now, uh, now that I'm an old fart. Um, <laughs> but they, it was the weirdest thing because they wouldn't leave. And, you know, it's one thing when you're at someone else's house, you can always just leave. But when they're at mm-hmm. your house, like how do you, how do you, yeah. like, and it was like start cleaning up, yeah. and it didn't work. Well, right? It didn't work. It was like yeah. it just it just kept going on and on, and you know, and you want to be nice, and you know, that's it terrible. Is. Well, it imagine is. my peril. Like I, I'm Mr. Irish Goodbye, you know. And there's been like Gary and I lived together in Philly for a while. And we had a couple of parties, and like I would invariably like sneak off to my bedroom and like get in bed and, and like. But, you know, it would be only my friends left, and Gary would come to my room and be like, "What the fuck are you doing in bed?" <laughs> and I'd be like, "What?" I said, "I'm tired. I'm going to bed." And he's like, "He's like, well, your friends are all still here. Yeah, they're not my friends. They're your friends." And I'd be like, "Oh, okay." You, you. Yeah, was like, yeah, you're having fun, He's like, "He's like, get rid of them." And I, I have to get up and be like, "Well, guys, it's been great. Oh, I'm tired. See you later. Get out." <laughs> Great job, Gary. Wow, wow. Buzzkill, Gary. 
Uh, we still do that when we have company. We're like, oh. we're, like we're going to bed now. It's uh, what quarter to well, eight. I, I warned her. Oh, you know, we warned our company. My sister got really freaked out when she was down here recently on Memorial Day visiting because we were at Gary's uh, Airbnb. And it was like, we've been drinking all fucking day, like since 10 in the morning. And it was like six or seven at night. And they're like, all right, now what are we going to do? Let's watch a movie. And I was like, oh my God, I was like, Katie, we got to get the fuck out of here. So I told Gary, I was like, hey, I was like, uh, can I trust you to put Kevin and Linda on an, in an Uber and send them home when it's time to come home? He's like, yeah, sure. So we went home, we left. And, and they came home at like 10.30 or 11. And my sister came out to the living room when nobody was around. I was like, something wrong. Do you want us to leave? Should we go get a hotel? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's like, there's something, you left so early, there's something amiss. I'm like, I'm like Linda, you know, when we have guests, is that a, we have to spend every waking moment together? You know, I said we were tired, so we went home. You were having fun with Gary, you know? It's terrible. But So the one caveat I would say, though, is if there's some entertainment showing up or if it's some event where, like, you know that there's a, there's a, or formal you dinners know, being served at a certain going, time. Yeah. Right, something like that. Then you got to show up on time, right? You get like, uh, yeah, man, go a little yeah. late. That's, that's, that's fashion. It's just so much easier on everybody. Yeah. Yep. We're really. And when you say entertainment showing up, Bert, I'm assuming you mean like a stripper or someone like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and you want to be on time for that. Or, yeah. or well, they're getting something catered. They're having a dinner. Or, or like a dirty magician. An X-rated adults-only magician. <laughs> I haven't been to a party with a stripper in a long time. The t- wait, the uh, yeah, what uh, the uh, Tim's bachelor party? Yeah, yeah, Tim, 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 yeah, Tim yeah, Tim yeah, there's a party. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, there was a stripper there. there, and I don't know if you remember. I was there with my dad. Oh, God, dude. <laughs> Maybe my dad's a- <laughs> God. this stripper. Stuck a stuck yes. a sucker up her ass and then offered it to my dad. <laughs> well, well, and, and I was like, I was like, Keith, you gonna take well, it? And, and that, there was two of them, and they both uh, used that trick. And what? In the one girl, like, trick. they remember remember the other Tim Flaherty? No, what he so do? he was he lying on the his lollipop. back. Yeah, you put the lollipop by the stick out, and then with the candy part standing up, oh, and the girl squats on it. You know. Uh, yeah. And, and like Tim, Tim, our friend Tim Flaherty, God bless him. I, I hope he's doing well. He, he's he was a strange dude, you know. Uh, strange things happen when he was around. But he, like the girl in the middle of this performance, uh, jumped up and ran to the restroom. And she oh. came out and she was like, "He bit me," you know, like like you know, like she'd gotten down in our friend's face. And who knows? Maybe he was like trying not to choke on the lollipop and move in his mouth. But like this girl jumped up and was bleeding. Like he bit her. He bit her pussy, you know? Oh my God. Yeah. Really? I, I did yeah, not She wouldn't fucking that. kill him. Yeah. And you know, the kind of strippers, you know, I can yeah, see that. I kill and the too, kind of strippers who go to bachelor parties, usually they have some big, angry boyfriend yep. in the car, yeah. you know, yeah. right. sure. about his girlfriend, you know, rubbing her pussy in your face. <laughs> yeah. Much less getting your p- pussy bitten. <laughs> wow. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh. That's freaky. He would wander oh. off. He was a little guy. Like, he would wander off at concerts. He was the kind of guy who would, like, shoulder bump people when he got super drunk. And, like, you know, he'd wander off. Then we'd find him two hours later, yeah, he- the shit beat out of him in a bathroom or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he'd be like, what happened? He'd be like, oh, he I don't know. 
<laughs> he was a great fucking cross country. Yeah, he was. Too, yeah. That little fucker was yeah. fast. Jesus Christ. Well, you know who is, he was. Well, that, once he I, left college, you know who his roommate was with in Arizona? Bob from, from Key West. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were roommates. Oh. Fucking Bob Stupak. That's hilarious. Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> Bobby. <clears throat> so. So yeah, so do we do we answer that uh, question? Yeah, well we it was mixed, right? So Katie, what do you do? Greg, Greg, the question early. I uh, hey, I like move? to show up on time. It's a compulsion. Oh, okay. Like yeah, but, but then I I first of all, what I, I really it. do is I try to get out of it. Number one, even if I've agreed to it, I try to get out of it. <laughs> we like love I, canceling plans. Oh my canceling god, canceling plans yes. is the best feeling in the world. It is awesome. <laughs> it really it's is. Like, <laughs> so good. It is. Oh my it's god. Like what, when Bert realized he didn't have to work on Monday, on Friday, right? It's that same feeling, like all this yeah. found time. Yeah. You, you know what yeah. I realized, Katie? You say that. I, I've been thinking about this recently. I enjoy the memory of things and the thought of future things way more than I enjoy the present. The you, you know what I mean? Moment. And so, like, and so like, yeah. And so when we, when we grudgingly I have do. to go to... Uh, Keep our plans. I think to myself, well, this will be a fun memory to look back on at some point. You know, even though I'm going to hate it for the next 10 hours, you know? <laughs> so th this is like, you're like, mathematically, you're like one over yeah, Zach. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Oh. If there was an equation, yes, that's exactly there, nice. Like, there is no plans. There's nothing we could have scheduled and planned to do that I'm not equally willing to cancel at the last minute. There's nothing like John <laughs> Lennon happy. can come back from the dead <laughs> yep. and be playing a private show for me at a coffee shop. And I would be like, you know what? Are you sure you want to go see this guy? You know, let's just say stay home tonight. <laughs> yeah, I do. I love staying home. We there's, do have a budget. <laughs> yeah. No, wait, hold on. Like literally John Lennon dead. If, if he, no. dead. if he did, if he did <laughs> that, you would still think of canceling. Well, like, that's how long the line was. You know? Seriously, like <laughs> yes, seriously. No, like, I'm asking you, like seriously, like yeah, I'm serious. Yeah, I mean, I would want to go, and and once I've gone to certain things, I'm glad that I did it. You know what I mean? I say that all the time. I'm glad we went. Yeah, but but everything we do, every I have to push a thing, little, yeah. Yeah, everything. And even like <laughs> up to the last minute, you know, and, you know, and Katie, I think sometimes she doesn't feel like going to an occasional event, but she's reluctant to say, hey, maybe we just stay home because you know, I'll be like, yes, yes, that's good. Here, I'm, I'm, I'm opening up Uber Eats right now. What do you want? <laughs> Lock I can't it in, show right? any yeah. hesitation. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, it's so odd. You know, exactly. I, I, I tried to be a Buddhist for so many years and like that's all about living in the moment. You know, the past doesn't matter. The future and, and longing for whatever's in the future doesn't matter it's about self-awareness and living in the moment i am like the complete opposite of that i'm like the anti-buddhist you know because i want to live in my memories and well, i think like I when i make too. plans that are two weeks away i'm like this is going to be so fun we're going to go see this band and it's going to be great and these people are going with us and then as we get closer to the event i start feeling like this this creeping sense of dread and like the day of i'm like oh my god are you sure you want to go this it looks like my rain later you know yeah, <laughs> is it is it just because it's exhausting, or is it is it is it? Well, it's, you're not afraid, it's, it's right? It's not, no, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid, but I get annoyed by people. You know, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm a little bit of an introvert, and I I probably it's an introvert. Yeah, thing, I, I think I, I think you yeah, introvert, I, right? I think that I I truly think that I'm on the spectrum at some level because of, you know I do get a little socially awkward, and uh, you know I don't know. I just um, the thought yeah, of staying home I, and being with Katie. And enjoying myself or being with the family or whatever, that's far more appealing 
or that's at least equally appealing to any kind of external event I could do, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I get a but one of my best buddies, right? Is he is and he's introverted. He's super smart. He's super funny. He tells great stories, but he's introverted. And you realize when you talk to him that all these all these fucking this great personality he's developed is all like a defense mechanism, mm -hmm. right? Because he's actually an introvert, right? And you go out with him and he starts fucking drinking oh, right away. Yeah. Right. And he starts talking and he's fucking a blast to be around. And then he just fucking disappears. Irish goodbye. He hits his limits. And you can be describing splits, me, right? I get, there's a certain point where I get tired yeah. of talking. I didn't mention it, but when we were in Canada, one of our fellow podcasters, Alyssa from the uh, Bombastic Podcast, happens to live in Vancouver. Go figure. And so she, you know, I'm, we're posting stuff about Vancouver, and she messages me. She said, "Greg, you and Katie are in town. I would love to meet you." And I was like, sure, let's get together. You know, we're going to, you know, and, and, but then the day of we were going to meet at this, that open, uh, that night market. And it was, I was like, oh my gosh. Then Alyssa, if you're listening, no offense to you. This is just how I am. But like, um, I was like, oh my God, uh, this, maybe this was a bad idea. I'm not so sure if I'm ready to socialize because really. What do we have to talk about all that much? You yeah. know, we both have podcasts. We know each other on Instagram. Bath but, bombs. But yeah, but st st sitting together and Whale talking for any length of time, it just, it's going to be five minutes of conversation. Then it's going to get super fucking awkward. Yeah. So Plus, then he's we, worried it, I might invite her to, the, to our home. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> even have one too many invite her for Memorial Day. <laughs> <laughs> one marriage already came out yeah. of that, right? That's yeah. exactly okay. what he said. Yeah, but... Um, but so then it started raining and I was like, yes, it's raining. And I messaged her immediately. I was like, hey, you know, I don't think it's going to work. It's raining here. You really don't want to come here. It's she's like, oh, no problem. Northwest. Yeah. She's like, of no problem. Why don't, we, why don't we go to a bar or something and, and have a drink? I was like, yeah, you know, we got a super early flight uh, tomorrow morning. I don't think that's going to be yeah. possible. <laughs> she's like, like no, okay, well, maybe next time. And I was like, yeah, next time. And, and I thought, to myself, <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, I maybe it will be next time. That, I might like to do that next time. <laughs> and the next time, that'll never come. You know? Oh, man. Sorry. Nothing I against you, Alyssa. That's who he is. I, 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 who I am with my own damn family, it's that way. When Katie first <laughs> met me, she was like, well, you, you don't like this person, you don't like that person. I'm like, honey, where do you see me interact with my family? You'll know that what I'm telling you is true. I just don't, you know, I'm not that social, you know? <laughs> Well, we still. Uh, I feel super comfortable with you guys. I mean, when I'm comfortable, I'm comfortable. That's why I have, yeah. you know, well, relatively few, but lifelong friends. You know, turn the camera on. You get 90 minutes. You have to interact, yeah. and then you're done. Right? Exactly. And you walk away. Right? Nothing exactly. more than that. Right? It's like yes. the perfect. And then you get yeah, and then and you get to wait a whole day to, to, to yeah. listen to it, and that's the best yeah. that's fun too. <laughs> You in that time you listen to it like fifty times or whatever <laughs> over multiple times. multiple times 50, yeah three obviously. or four times is typically what it takes uh, so um, it's fun but then I still like listening to it again once it comes out last so. week's episode was so great guys I know we've talked about that but so much I mean, positive it was feedback it was one of our yeah. best effort best uh, episodes ever truly yeah. yeah it is fun listening I've obviously I've never done podcast before but. It is so cool listening, and of course, working with you guys. Well, working, what I wouldn't call yeah. it work, but uh, you should know, just with that, see Mike, I think, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, but go ahead. But no, it's it, this is great. I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate this. This is oh, yeah, so much doing fun. A great job, Mike. I love listening to the podcast. Or are you? Are you? Oh yes, because like, sometimes you have to keep it on the down low. Like I have a whole world of people who I kind of want to firewall from this. You know. 
Yeah, I don't really tell coworkers, oh, yeah. but I have friends. If actually, a friend of my wife's was just saying, I was listening to that podcast you told me about. Is that you? It's <laughs> like, yeah, that's why I was telling you about it because yeah. I'm on it with. The, she knew. I, it, my state, Tim, I don't know if you remember Stacy's friend Jill. I don't know if you've met her before, but mm-hmm. I Stacy has told her a lot about you. Or we have so she knew about the podcast. But so she was I listened to the other day. Is you, that you just telling it? her about it? Even though we've been doing it for three years. Well, but I've told her about it in the past. It's a priority well, to talk to her about it. Okay, okay, got it. Yeah, got it. Actually, I was going to say something, but I'm not sure yeah. if I'm supposed yeah. to. Not sure if I'm supposed to say it, but yeah. um, I have told her in the past about okay, uh, certain characters that would call in, and mm. um, so she's known about it for a long time. But nice. I don't know if she's ever listened uh, before, but I don't think we're ready to let that cat out of the bag. I'm still waiting for some clever viewer or super fan to put two and two together. We'll have to wait and see if that happens. Yes. Hint, it'll happen. Hint. It'll, happen. it'll yeah. happen. Eventually it'll happen. All right, beautiful people. Well, this has been wonderful as always. Thank you, everybody. Katie, Monday is almost dead. Oh, my God. Yeah. I almost. wish I'd had off today. I'm so jealous, Bert. Well, yeah, it just, yeah. I, I work for a big... I work for a big evil pharmaceutical company, and when we're not killing people, they get to jail. <laughs> They're so, so nice. That Less racist awesome. as they do it. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah, but you don't have to worry about it. Only two hours left, and then Monday will be yep. six days Who's away. Can. Yes. 20% over. Second Monday. <laughs> All right, guys. Second break. Have a, yeah. <laughs> Monday with a little more personality. All right, let's see here. Stop. Don't hang up. A talent agent is sitting in his office. American family walks in, ah, father and mother, son and daughter, a big fluffy dog. The family has blonde hair and blue eyes and bright skin. And uh, that talent agent looks up and goes, all right, let's see what you do. So the father drops his pants and takes off his shirt. He's totally naked. He undresses his wife, starts fucking his wife on the floor. Then the son drops his pants, takes his shirt off, and then the, the, his sister also takes all our clothes off. The son and the daughter start fucking on the floor, too. And the dog is pissing on them. <laughs> then the mother turns around and starts blowing the son. The father starts fist-fucking the daughter in the ass. And, and the father your information is an ex-marine who has really muscular arms. The type with the ta- tattoo of a battleship on it. And, and uh, you know, and he looks like he just ate a can of spinach type arm. And he's fist-fucking the daughter in the ass as the daughter is licking out her brother's asshole. And the brother at the time is chewing on the dog's balls. Now, the dog starts fucking the mother. And he's fucking the mother while the mother is eating out the, the little girl 
asshole while she is fist fucking her brother in the ass. Yeah, I, if you're not keeping up with this, I'll start at the beginning. It's important if you miss any part, then the joke makes no sense. his son in the ass as the son is eating his mother's cunt, as the mother is eating the daughter's cunt, as the daughter is blowing the dog. <laughs> and with his big fist, the father fist fucks the dog in the ass. Because really, why leave the dog out? <laughs> that would be wrong. It would be very breaks off a leg from one of the chairs and shoves it up his sister's asshole and starts fucking her with it as the father takes a lamp and shoves it into her cunt as the mother is licking out the father's asshole as the mother is eating the dog's ass. Now, the dog takes a tremendous shit on the floor. For a second, you'd think that at this point the talent agent would go, Oh, for God's sakes, I'm getting on the phone and calling the police. But no, I'm just saying, you know, in case you've ever questioned that. Now, the son walks in with tables out of the trunk of a car, like jumper cables. So he attaches the jumper cables to his father's balls and starts running electricity to him as he's licking out his father's asshole as the father's eating his daughter out as he's fucking the dog in the ass. This sounds like one of those prayers on the Jewish holidays that you have to read. And he fucks in the ass and the dog fucks the cat and the cat fucks the boy and the boy fucks the dog. Amen, amen. And little kid, little kid, and the fire put out the dog that fucked the cat, that fucked the girl. And, and then the son climbs up on a table, puts a noose around his neck and jumps off. And through auto-asphyxiation, see this is educational, you start choking and that makes you have a big orgasm. Try it when you get home. Not really, really, I'd like you to. I've, I've looked at a few of you and I don't see that it would be a major loss. If any of you hung yourselves tonight and the cop said, well, he was, he uh, shot cum when he, uh, oh, good enough, good enough. I saw him when he was alive. There was no point in him living alone. So the son is there and he's shooting cum and the mother's blowing him and the daughter's blowing him and the dog is blowing him. Then the mother and daughter take two rats also, where they came from, and shoved them in their cuts. And the rats are chewing the insides of their, of their cuts, and blood is coming out. And then that, of course, makes the father and son very horny. You've all been in that. Any of you who have ever been in front of, like, your wife and daughter who have rats in their cunt, you go, oh, I gotta get my dick in there right away. 